Dunker Punks podcast. I would like to first start out with a big thank you to Jacob Krauss for our first official Dunker Punks theme song change. Great and wonderful as always, Jacob. Thank you. So welcome to the first episode in a special summertime broadcast. Every three weeks this summer, we will re-release an episode of Dylan Del Haro's four-part series on gender to pair with a Dunker Punk design curriculum. Emmett Eldred and I, Kiana Simonson, will be splitting the duties of hosting this series to bring you a fresh frame on this work that we're both really big fans of. If you're like me, you may not really like to be uncomfortable. I'm really picky about the clothes that I wear because I'm always really afraid that I'm going to be too hot or too cold. But most of all, I just really like to be comfortable. 
But how can I be so comfortable when my neighbors aren't? It makes me uncomfortable to talk about myself and it makes me feel really nervous to self-reflect on ways I can improve because of that flecked sound, as in reflection. No one goes around saying that they really love mirrors. We've all got ways we need to improve. We all are always learning, so let's grow together, neighbor to neighbor. Dylan Delharo, an ordained Church of the Brethren minister, delves into interviews on gender. With grace and even a few giggles thrown on a topic that for some is a source of bountiful pride, and for some other neighbors, maybe it's been frightening or low. What makes it so different for everybody? Hey, I'm podcasting. So, what do you, how do your podcasts work? Like, what do you... What, what, are, what are we doing here? Huh? This is for a podcast for the Dunker Punks. Oh, oh for the Dunker Punks? Yeah. yeah that's cool. That's a cool group. Yeah, so we're going to get this started pretty soon, I think. I, I hope you do. I think yeah. what I've heard about is good stuff. Uh, thank you. Uh, no, the what? Dunker Punk podcast. Uh-huh. We were talking about Dunker Punks. They, were, they uh-huh. are very excited about Dunker Punks. I'm Dylan, and I'm male. And in my regular episodes, I want to explore gender. What is it? How do you know if you are male or female, or a gender that does not conform to either of those? What does it mean to be created in God's image, both male and female? And what difference does gender make in our lives, or is gender even important at all? I had the good fortune to be invited to attend the National Older Adult Conference last November. There I did my first recordings on the subject. Following interviews were taken at that conference. But I won't include anyone's names to protect the innocent, as well as the not-so-innocent. A few people I talked to were young adults, but many were older. I asked everyone two questions. May I ask you a question or two? You did already. Uh, yeah, I did. Okay, three questions. Question one. May I ask you a question? Okay, shoot. Okay. The question is, what is your gender? I'm male. Question two. What is your gender? Some people gave straightforward answers. Most people said male or female. Question three. This is one that puzzled many people. I think... What is my gender? Um, there's... It's very a... My gender? There's not one thing that defines... To be male... Oh, I don't know. It's a simple question, but one that most people never have to think about. Question three. What does it mean for you to be what you say you are? Well, never stop to think. I've just always been one. And And what does it mean to be? I haven't thought about that. <laughs> I don't think I ever gave much thought about that. Hmm. Nobody asked me that question before, so I don't know how to answer it. Um, I haven't thought a whole lot about that no. question. I don't really think about it that much. Maybe I should more. I don't know. And even though I had been planning on making this podcast about gender for a long time, when someone turned the tables and asked me my questions, well... Listen for yourself. Okay, so male. I think for me, it's painful how long this goes on.
Yeah, it is. Because there's so many different levels to it. Mm-hmm. But before I tell you what embarrassing answer I gave, let's listen to what some other people said. Female. Huh? Okay. And My what? Gender? Yeah. What does it mean for you to be female? I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the first. That's the first person to sing. <laughs> I am. I am. Invincible, I am woman. <laughs> Excellent, thank you. Uh, what gender are you? I am male. Okay, what does it mean for you to be male? Um, responsibility um, for my loved ones and my other things that I need to be in charge of. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does it mean for you to be male? The traditional male, white male in this country. Okay. Male. And what does that mean to you to be male? Well, it means that I perceive things in a certain way. It means that I ought to be flexible and be able to how see how other people perceive things. All right. It's a. Uh, also something I've been ever since I was born, uh, as far as I know. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Huh? What is your gender? <laughs> female. I hope you can tell to look at oh, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what does it mean for you to be female? I don't know. I was just born that way. I'm glad I know my sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it must be uh, something about appearance, too. You, you said you, you ought to know. Well, I think most of the time it's pretty evident when you look at one gender or another, which they are. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I am very happy to be female. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it means to me. Oh, good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I'd hate to be a female. Okay. There are... A lot of reflections I have about every interview I did. But let's pause here for a second. This individual said he would hate to be a female. I don't think he meant anything malicious about it. His answer, like mine and others, wasn't something we had thought about on a daily basis. But why would he say that? Does he know that women who have the same jobs as men are paid less, especially women of color? Does he know that women are more often victims of violence? Does he hate the idea of being female because women are frequently objectified and sexualized in the media? Or does he think being a woman is less worthwhile than being a man? I think this guy is onto something, if only about the implication that men and women experience life differently. This is where part of my interest in gender comes from. The model we use to describe gender tries to categorize everyone, everything, into one of two boxes. And we give meaning to each of these two boxes. And often maleness is given more value than femaleness. Why is it such an insult to say, you play ball like a girl? Why do we encourage people to be more masculine? Don't cry. Get tough. Show them who's boss. 
or even more basic, why are some traits considered masculine or feminine? Why are some jobs just for men or just for women? Colors even. When I was a kid, my favorite color was purple, until someone told me that purple was a girl's color. So I liked green for most of my life. Green. Now that's a boy's color. Not as much as blue, but definitely more than yellow. For the record, I like purple again. Take that, patriarchy. It appears that much of our culture is challenging traditional gender roles. More mothers are working, more fathers are staying home. Some stores are moving away from designating which toys are for one gender. Well, perhaps the question I should be asking is what's the difference between gender equity and gender neutrality? Listen to these statements. Are they about gender equity, making things fairer between the distinctive genders? Or are these statements about gender neutrality, blurring the definition of what is strictly one gender or another? What is your gender? <laughs> That's a loaded question. It is. <laughs> uh, what is my gender? I'm known as female. Uh huh. So, what does it mean for you to be female? Oh, wow. Um, well, uh, in, I look at it that my I'm both male and female, and that we both have male and female um, tendencies for life and mm -hmm. our activities, etc. Uh -huh. Does that answer it? Yeah, <laughs> oh. Sure, yeah. I just wanted to hear what, what people thought. Sure, okay. Thank yeah. you. Sure. Female. Okay. What does it mean for you to be female? I can do anything in the world I want to do. All right, thank you. Female. Okay. What does it mean for you to be female? I am the way God made me. I'm a child of God. It doesn't matter whether I'm male or female. All right, thank you. Mm -hmm. I, have thought, I have wondered why the basic female-male distinction has become so important in the history of humankind. Mm -hmm. It's only important at certain times in life. It uh, when you're a child doesn't make much it doesn't make a whole lot of difference mm -hmm. except to the adults and when actually when you get older you won't understand this but when you get older it makes less and less difference also hey what is your gender I'm female all right what does it mean for you to be female different than other people mm. I mean it makes me me it makes you you hey, hey. just fun listening you know yeah. The need, you know, I think I think 30 years ago I could have answered all those questions. Now I don't have a clue what the answer is. Uh, so if I ask you what's your gender, what do you, what do you what, say? What, I would say male. Yeah. But with you, when you said, what does it mean? Yeah, what does I, it mean for you? Having a clue. I would have told you once upon a time I like football or yeah. I like, you know, traditional male activities. But that doesn't, I mean, there are no traditional male activities. And there are no traditional female activities. Because every, everything, you know, that doesn't mean... I have no trouble self-identifying as male, heterosexual. I feel that's who I am. But I haven't a clue what that means. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, good luck. God bless you. Yeah, thanks. If, you, if somebody gives you the right answer, tell me what Okay. Uh, this was my favorite. And yes, this is the real voice. Okay. Hey, may I ask you a question? 
I got an answer. Sure. Might, might be I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> That's okay to say I don't know. What is your gender? That means my one, two, threes. Uh, your gender. Uh, most people say female or male. I'm just me. You're just you, yeah. Just me. Uh -huh. What does it mean for you to be you? Little old lady in my 90s. Uh huh. <laughs> Thank you. you. If you're lucky, you'll get to be 90. Yeah, I think so. I hope so one day. Yeah. Maybe it's not just one or the other. There's a lot of overlap between gender equity and gender neutrality. Just like there's a lot of overlap between what it means to be male or female or gender non-conforming. People of different genders do a lot of the same stuff. Eat the same food, breathe the same air, have blood pumping through their bodies. We all laugh and struggle to find meaning in our lives. But is there anything that is uniquely male? And if it's not the color pink or playing with a doll, what are the things that are only women things? Female. Okay. What does it mean for you to be female? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to have gone through menopause. Uh, well, try the one question at a time. What is your gender? <laughs> My gender is female. Okay. <laughs> what does it mean for you to be female? Ah. Uh. It means that I can do some things that men can't do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe I'd get a different question. Um, I identify as female, and I identify as a, as a wife and a mom and a teacher and an individual. And um, What is my gender? Female, I guess. <laughs> female, I guess. What does it mean for you to be female, I guess? Female, I guess. Um, what does it mean? Well, I'm a wife and a mother. Yeah. And, um, um, well, it means that I get to be a grandmother in mm. November. Makes me female. <laughs> I guess that's that's why my body's made. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Thank you. All right, is that, is that good enough? Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. I think uh, being able to have my two children, yeah, John and Carol. Uh, I, last I checked, it was female. Okay. What does it mean for you to be female? Um, speaking as a nurse, I have yeah. to sit down to pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's a good one. <laughs> I like getting to be one of those strong woman preachers. All Whoa. right. The best kind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed the best kind. There's not one thing that defines... Be, like being female mm -hmm. well, for but you. for me it's this um, I think there's this bond that all females have that they it's like this common experience that even if um, of course we're not all going to have the same experiences but you're going to have at least one of the same experiences mm -hmm. just by you know identifying as female mm -hmm. yeah. thank you you're welcome Okay, I think it's time I tell you how I answered the question when someone was clever enough to turn the tables on the person with the microphone. And uh, uh, this is me. Serious question. Yeah, it is. Because there's so many different levels to it. Mm -hmm. you well, part, yeah, so part of it, part of it is anatomy. So I think yeah. about, I have a penis. <laughs> I hate to think what Freud would have to say about me.
Apparently I have other noteworthy physical features. Yeah, well, you got a good set of teeth. Take care of them. <laughs> Thank you. You got dimples too. You get a lot of mileage out of those dimples. But I don't think my smile makes me male, does it? When I was born, they looked between my legs and saw that. I have a penis. <laughs> and I grew up comfortably calling myself a boy. And just like the gentleman who said, I'd hate to be a female. I was afraid to call purple my favorite color. So, the sex I was assigned at birth matches my gender identity. This is one way to distinguish sex and gender. Sex is more about biology and chemistry and anatomy, particularly our reproductive organs, whereas gender is a social construct, something that is a reflection of how we perceive ourselves and how we want others to perceive us. Like many of the people who were kind enough to answer my questions, gender is not something I think about. It's not something I have to think about much because the way I express my gender, the way I dress or the way I speak, and the way I walk and move my hands, nearly all of these aspects of my gender expression match the stereotypical categories of what it means to be male. In one word, I'm cisgender, spelled C-I-S, gender. My gender identity matches my birth assigned sex. And that is a privilege not available to everyone. No one ever questions the letter M on my driver's license. Nobody threatens me because they think I'm in the wrong bathroom. Nobody uses the wrong pronouns, you know, refers to me as she instead of he. We are assigned a gender, many of us even before we are born, based on appearance of genitalia. However, approximately one in every hundred births, the child does not fit the standard male or female categories. So roughly 1% of people are what is known as intersex. A person who is intersex may have different chromosomes or different hormones than what is typical. Perhaps their genitalia is ambiguous or developed differently. In future episodes, I will dive more into vocabulary and discuss the difference between intersex and transgender and cisgender. In the next episode, I will explore more deeply questions like why is gender more than saying, I have a penis? But for now, I ask, does anyone fit their gender expectation completely? Fellas, how many of you are as macho as Arnold Schwarzenegger? How many of you dress like you are on the cover of GQ? Do any of you have a voice like James Earl Jones? Ladies, how many of you like being referred to as ladies? Who among you never wears pants, figuratively or literally. How many of you need a prince to rescue you from your evil stepmother? And if these traits don't make us one gender or another, what does? Again, why does gender even matter in the first place? Something tells me it does matter. For the most part, there are some things that men don't understand about the experience of living as female. And there are other overlooked experiences when we think that gender is only one of two options. People who identify as transgender, genderqueer, intersex, or anything other than cis male or cis female, how are the experiences of these genders misunderstood? Are there men who experience menopause? 
or women who get prostate cancer. And I'll ask questions like, what does God have to do with gender? The God who we say became flesh. And what can scripture teach us about gender? All right. The best kind. So in the spirit of Jesus who asked 307 different questions throughout the Gospels, I will leave you with one more question. What meaning does gender have in your life? Is it something you think about often? Or do you have the privilege of not having to think about gender ever? Okay, three questions. I'm going to talk you more into that thing. Did you record all that? Recently, I was challenged to think of gender as a social construct, or natural to those who accept it, but not necessarily reflective of reality. I've had the privilege of being comfortable and proud of the gender I was assigned to at birth. By no means has being a brown woman in America been a cakewalk. At times, it's even felt unbearable. And sometimes I look in the mirror and I think, why the heck is it so hard? Who decided all of this anyway? Ultimately, God decides everything, right? But even they probably weren't anticipating boy and girl jobs or gender reveal parties. People have picked these two baskets and we should all fit in them, right? Well, if we don't, what are we going to do? Just push the people who don't fit in right out of the basket? It doesn't seem very WWJD to me. And if I get to the pearly gates and they ask me to pull down my pants to see if what's there matches the box I checked, let me tell you, I'll be shocked. Mostly that there's more paperwork up there. Anyway, I'm fairly certain that the bathrooms up there are gender neutral. much. I've been your host. My name is Kiana Simonson. I grew up in the Modesto Church of the Brethren and have been working uh, in various forms for On Earth Peace and Dunker Punks for the last few years. I've really enjoyed it and I've been recording today in Washington State. Beautiful. I would like to give a big thank you to Dylan DeHaro for this episode, Jacob Krause for our wonderful new theme song. He also edits the show does all of our music. Carrick Van Essel, who does graphics for us, and Zach Hauser, who's our production intern. Suzanne Lay, thank you for keeping us on schedule, and thank you so much to Arlington Church of the Brethren for being our gracious host. To access this curriculum, all you need to do is fill out our Google form at bit.ly forward slash dpp underscore discuss one along with a suggested donation of $25 don't let financial restrictions stop you from requesting a copy and feel free to donate more if you are able the dunker punks podcast ministry is excited to provide an opportunity to further delve into the topics that some of our young adults have raised find our archives on itunes and at arlingtoncob.org forward slash dpp Connect with us on our social media at DunkerPunksPod or email us at dpp at arlington.cob.org. And as you go forward to care for your neighbor, remember to care for yourself. 
in tougher ways, self-reflection. And with both your neighbor and yourself, go in peace.